0: Yeah, but what were we talking about? We
1: were talking about your mission. Oh, yeah. And, and I, how
0: it's really hard. Yeah. I'm not going to say it sucks on the podcast. But it does. But it's I'm
1: okay that you say it sucks. And I think it's okay to say that. Yeah. Like, I'm okay if you put that in a podcast. Because here's the thing. As members, like, especially, like, missionaries, return missionaries and current missionaries, it's, like, taboo to admit that, like, a mission is hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. I... You can say that your mission is hard and it sucks because at the end of the day, things that are hard are that way. It's like saying college sucks, but at the end of the day, you're still grateful you went to college because you get like your degree out of it and your life gets better. Uh, sure <laughs>
0: one of the two that's why yeah. i'm gonna go to college oh yeah that's the only reason i don't care about school
1: <laughs> yeah because because who would go to school to learn okay something? but here's my
0: here's why it's so hard is like okay. it's a different type of hard fair which is more like i have all these like i basically go to service for four hours and then yeah i have to like make the rest of my mission meaningful right which even if i am doing things that are good like Mm -hmm. cleaning the dishes, which I don't do a ton, but (laughs) just like, or like hanging out with my brother, right? Like those are like good things. Like it just doesn't feel like meaningful. Okay. And so and so that's like been the battle is like, I just feel like useless and I don't feel like I'm growing. And honestly, I feel like I've gotten like lazier on my mission. And I just feel like my whole life is like, getting worse and i'm on a mission i feel like is a big sacrifice and so it just sucks
1: okay so i mean my experience on missions like completely different than yours since i know full time in like a third world country so very very different in that way but like i think missions are meant to be hard like i feel like your challenge before the mission was finding meaning like based on like things that we've talked about and your mission doesn't mean that's gonna go away. In fact, I feel like things tend to get worse. So like I think of like the challenges I had before my mission and they got worse on the mission. Or even in college. Like there's things that get worse once you have to rely on yourself to fix them. Granted, you're not relying on yourself. What do you mean
0: rely on yourself to fix them?
1: Like you can't just like have a parent come in and fix everything for you. And also as a kid, I feel like it's more permissible to just like go lock yourself in your room can you
0: define permissible
1: (laughs) like allowed okay
0: yeah oh permission okay there you go
1: there you go i can use
0: clues okay
1: so basically like as a kid you're able to get away with more things that like don't actually solve problems whereas as an adult it's like okay i've got a problem let's fix the problem and it takes a lot of skill to know how to fix problems so i don't know like i feel like that's like the purpose of your mission is maybe to find a purpose of your in your mission like Mm. kind of like how you have struggled with like finding meaning in your own life like you're going you need to find meaning in your mission the same way you would find meaning in your life regardless of what's happening on all around you and saying that it doesn't have purpose doesn't actually like help anything
0: yeah or mean anything really yeah yeah. Or
1: saying that it does.
0: Yeah, see, I hate that answer. But it's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> like I I understand that. And I honestly think like I think so much of my mission being so hard is like I just am so like not rebellious, but like okay. resistant against what is my mission. Okay. Like I'm just like like my brother, like Sam's like a zone leader now, like really okay. early. Like I'm just I'm just like I don't want this. Like, this wasn't the plan. Like, okay. I was supposed to go on my mission. And I think that that may be like what you're saying is like, that God may have wanted me to just like humble myself and accept, mm-hmm. but that's dumb. Okay. Well, so <laughs> no, here's I'm the
1: story from my mission. Okay. Yeah. I had like 16 months in the mission. I was almost done. And out of nowhere, my, Um, mission president transfers me and made me junior companion. And I was like, what happened? Because typically if you're.
0: Were you already a senior companion? Yes, I was senior
1: companion since like my, I think like seventh month in the mission. Was the other missionary older than you? No. So I was just like, what did, did I do something wrong? Like I automatically just thought like I did something to piss my mission president off. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm a failure as a missionary. And then my mission companion at the time was also like very strong personality. Mm. And because I was junior companion, I felt like I couldn't speak up and say what I thought in certain situations. So I felt like useless pretty much. Like I'm like, I'm here, but I'm not actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I am, of course, I'm teaching lessons and I'm trying to contribute. But, and I'm trying not to be bitter this whole time because I'm like, okay. I know that, like, my status as a missionary does not matter to God or in the grand scheme of things. But I felt like I had messed up somehow. Um, and then I had interviews with my president. And we were talking, and I was like, okay, I've got to admit something. It's been really difficult being junior companion, and i I want to know what happened. And he looks at me so confused, and he's like, you're not junior companion. And what happened was they had messed it up on the board when they were doing all their transfers. So (laughs) (laughs) basically for four weeks, I was just like in hell, just like thinking that I had completely screwed up as a missionary when I didn't need to be worrying about it at all.
0: That's so interesting. That perspective, excuse me. Yeah. That perspective just like ruined you and it was like not even.
1: Yeah. Wow. But it's like even if it were true – It's not something that actually matters. Because it's like, at the end of the day, senior companion doesn't really change anything. In fact, a lot of missions don't even have that as a position. People say that, and it's true it doesn't. Yeah.
0: But it does to you. To everyone. Fair. Like, people say it doesn't matter, and like, yeah, to God, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But to every single person that's in that situation. Like, Sam's like, gets put as the district leader and then the zone leader... And he's like, "Like, well, dude, like, that's awesome. Like, do you feel good about it?" And he's like, "No, it's not a big deal. No, it's not a big deal." And <clears throat> maybe, who knows? Maybe this is just me like projecting, but I know, like, in probably his heart of hearts, like, it feels good, right? Like, it feels right. good that he's like, like an early zone leader. And yeah. I think he actually told me that he liked district leader more. Uh-huh. But I think there is something about like the like, wow, like it's I am that feeling kind of awesome.
1: that you're being trusted with something. Yeah. Um, And you're
0: you're capable and you're competent. Okay.
1: So here's a thought. On your mission, I feel like it almost requires more trust from God. Like, if you're going to actually get something out of it. Because on – and we were kind of talking about this before, where on a regular mission, you're kind of forced into doing everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have the choice to go take a nap, really. Most – at least for us, like, we couldn't even take naps most p days. Like, it just wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. So – like, being lazy isn't even on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sucks, too, because there's certain times when you're, like, having a really rough time, and you just have to ignore it and go out. For sure, yeah. But as you as a service missionary, like you said, like, you get assigned these, like, four-hour tasks, and then you're like, now what? And there's nothing. So you do what you can, but you feel like there's no purpose in it. But since you don't really have much outside of that four hours, you have to find it. Like, you have to find the stuff that's going to make your mission have meaning. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I'm pretty sure you could probably go on splits with the missionaries. Yeah. Like, and then you get that experience of being a missionary without full time having to be surrounded by a companion and not being able to be out of their sight or anything like that.
0: Totally. Yeah, definitely. Definitely more proactivity would help my mission. I think like where I'm at right now is kind of like just so stubborn, like it's not what I wanted. So I'm just a little bit bitter. Like you said, you're bitter when you got like a little bit like, okay, God, like this is unfair. Like why? Like this is not helping me grow. And for sure, like there is that like proactivity, but at the same time, like I just am so, like, down and depressed and, like, <laughs> like that's the last thing I want to do, which right. is probably part of the process. The other thing – actually, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, just that – I forgot what we were talking about. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I, know, I know you have something to say.
1: Are you okay if I tie this into, like, my own story? Yeah, of course. Okay. And you were there for it, so you know exactly what I was going through. But this is very similar to how it felt when I graduated with my master's and was in my career, and then all of a sudden felt stuck for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like, I, on my whole life, I've had this, like, goal. I've had things in in place that were going to get me to where I wanted to be. So it was like, okay, go on my mission, because that's what you're supposed to do, or that's, like, what I felt like I was supposed to do. And then come home, do bachelor's, master's, career. And I was, like, in my first house that I was renting, like, and that felt really good. Like, I was very independent and on my own. Um, But at the end of the day, I felt trapped in my position. Like, and I'm like, God, this isn't what I thought this was going to feel like. Like, every day just feels like a constant When you battle. say
0: position, what are you talking about? Say,
1: career? yeah. Like, just position in life. Okay. Like, for you, it would be being a missionary.
0: Okay.
1: Like, I feel like part of the problem is we put these expectations on how things are supposed to feel once we've arrived. And I think we get caught up on the concept of, like, arrival. Like, I have arrived at my planned place of, like, having a goal. Yeah. Like, for instance, as single people, a lot of times the goal is marriage, Right. But it's like if that's like all you're thinking about, by the time you do get to marriage, you're going to realize, oh, this is a lot harder and like a lot less rewarding than I thought it was going to be. So instead, I think it's better to focus on like the now than like what you think things are supposed to be, Um, which is easier said than done, especially when you are depressed and anxious. When
0: you say the now, you're talking about improving the now and like trying to make it better or just like being okay with where you're at?
1: A little bit both. I guess Um, because it's kind of just accepting where you're at in life and not being bothered by it. Cause, cause at the end of the day, like beating yourself up about something that you think you should have done better. Doesn't actually help anything. It just makes you feel like crap. It doesn't (laughs) surprise. Yeah. No,
0: yeah, you're right.
1: Your problems are solved now. So you're good. Everything's cured. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, but I don't know. Like, everything's hard. Like, I think that that's also part of life is accepting that it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't just get easy one day. Even people that have lives, like, that are easy or super spiritual, like, their lives can still be very hard. Like, uh, President Nelson has lost children. And I'm like, right. that would be really hard. And mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't matter how close to God you are. It doesn't matter, like how good everything else in your life is going, losing a child would be really difficult. Yeah. So like, I think it's, it comes from relying on the savior when it comes to those hard moments and not being like completely bogged down by the fact that hard moments
0: exist. Okay. How about this? Are you done with your thought? Yeah. Okay. How about this? How about you're in a situation where like, this is where I'm at, but, you need God's help because you're so stuck. Like I okay. I would say I'm in such a, like, I don't know if I've ever been so unmotivated and so lazy in my life. Like, which is kind of embarrassing to admit, especially okay. on a mission, but
1: I think that's fine.
0: Okay. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> but like, I, like, I know that like, in order to like receive God's help, you have to like put in the effort and you have to be like worthy and all these things. But I don't feel like I can put in the effort to even get that help. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's not how I feel about like life. It's like, or God sometimes. And I get so frustrated because I'm like, okay, I understand that like, if I follow the commandments, which the commandments are like, love God, keep the commandments and serve others and be like awesome, then you get like this extra strength. But I'm like, well, you can't even get to the first tier. And that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, I feel like I'm stuck, not stuck in bed because I'm, I, I don't know like You're sitting so, here right now <laughs> so socially anxious which doesn't seem like it right now i'm in one of my better moods but like so sh- socially anxious so like unmotivated just like totally stressed out about life just just a bad mindset and i feel like like trusting god i i try to think that but then like and and hard is fine but like it's one thing to have a hard life and know that you're doing what you should be doing. Yeah. And there's another thing to, like, have a hard life and know because it's you're just, like, messing up. Okay. And, like, being lazy or whatever you want us to say.
1: I mean, even though I had a lot of things going good at that time, I was still messing up in a lot of ways. Like, work was pretty much the only thing that I had going for me. Like, I didn't put any effort into friendships. I stopped calling family. Like, I disappeared off the face of the planet because it felt like too much effort. Like, everything just... Stopped mattering to me. Um, And granted, like, I don't don't know if in that time, if I was, like, giving advice to my past self as me right now, if I would have even wanted to hear this. Like, I think I probably would have been frustrated by it. Because it's like, okay, I am doing what I can. But at the end of the day, I still just want to cry myself to sleep. Like... And I think that that's part of why we need God. Like, that's why we need the Savior, because he knows how to help us in our current situation. Like, even better than our future or past self would. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know if I would be able to help my past self that didn't have medication or anything helping her. Like, I I think I would have been just as stuck trying to help as back then. Because – and. I think that's the hard part about mental health is there's not necessarily one answer that's going to fix everyone. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there wouldn't be such a high demand for um, therapists right now. Um, I think it just comes down as part of life. Okay, let me ask you this question. Okay, go.
0: Are you happy? Hmm.
1: I'm happier than I was a year ago. Okay. So I'll give you that. Um... I think what it comes down to for me is not hyper fixating on things that make me frustrated. Because there's still things in life that definitely do make me frustrated. Oh, and I just remembered what I was going to say. Okay, go So, for it. I think the important thing when you are going through something difficult is to be honest with God. Like... Your prayers are meant to be something, like, it's not just about, like, re- like yes, it's about repenting, but I think that this is almost a way of repenting, is it's about telling him everything. And it's like, hey, just so you know, like, this sucks right now, and I don't know how to fix it. I- and I know I'm supposed to have faith that you do, but I'm even struggling with that right now. Like, I think that the purpose of prayer is for us to, like, learn communication because it's like sure the scriptures tell us that if we have faith and we keep the commandments and we do all that we can then we're going to be okay and we're going to be saved and we're going to be happy right Mm -hmm. but it's like i think that it's okay if you pray and say i'm doing all those things and nothing's happening that i like like i still hate life right now Mm -hmm. i think that christ is there to hear everything and it's important to not hide it. Granted, you can't hide it, but actually being honest in prayer is what's going to open the gates for the revelation necessary to help, like, help your
0: specific situation. Hmm. No, that's interesting. Because, yeah, I I guess that's a good point. Because, like, if we are keeping the commandments, then why do we even need to pray? In yeah. some senses, so it's kind of like yeah, yeah.
1: Like, if that's really all it took. More
0: for us, then
1: yeah. Because, well, and it's like one of those things like, yes, Christ was perfect, but I think to say that he was like perfectly happy all the time isn't necessarily true. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he was hopeful all the time and he had like a perfect perspective on how things were supposed to be. But like one of my favorite scriptures is when he's going to help Lazarus and he knows he's going to rise from the dead and he still cries with Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, there's still those two words Jesus wept. Like, yeah. And he knew he was going to rise from the dead. He knew it was going to be okay, but he still was willing to grieve. Like, I don't, I think sadness isn't something that's to be like looked down upon. I think it's something to like learn from. Mm. And like happiness is a great thing, but I don't think it's necessarily something you can make as a tangible goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what Lexi was talking about the other day. Yeah. She's like, you have to – happiness, like, if you chase – it was from Holland's talk or something. Yeah. What is it? Happiness chase. Well, a,
1: well, there's a thing of, like, living after the manner of happiness. I think that's the name of his talk. Yeah. But it's a it's based off of a story in the Book of Mormon about, like, basically a society that was living after the manner of happiness, which was raising families and trying their best to be righteous. Yeah. <laughs> um. And it's kind of one of those things where, like, they didn't actively seek, like, okay, if I do this, 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 then everything's going to be okay. They're just like, I'm just going to do all this. And then the consequence is just naturally happiness instead of, like, actively seeking happiness. Mm. It doesn't work.
0: Yeah, I definitely struggle with that. I think the other thing that I struggle with is, like, this will be interesting to see your perspective, just to see how you've grown from. (laughs) We haven't talked in a long time, but. I um, know. (laughs) But, uh, like, I always feel like, and maybe this is just some sort of mental disorder, like, okay. I have this issue where I, I got to take out this hat. No, I'm not, because it's going to look bad. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> Are you hot? Um, uh, cold. Okay. I'm, like, she perfect. She has a blanket. Okay. Um,
1: <sighs> also, why do you think I care if your hair looks bad?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I guess I was kinda of thinking like, oh the viewers, but then now it is they can't see us, so Yeah, they whatever. can't see us right now. Um but Oh yeah, something I struggle with is like I just feel like there has to be this mindset that like gets people through life. Like I I'm trying to think of how, how I can even explain this, but like anytime something hard happens, mm-hmm. you have to have this certain mindset that will help you grow. But I I don't know if that's true, but like when hard times come, I just, I kind of have this obsessive like feeling like I need to think of something. Like I need to have some mindset to ground me. Do I focus on this? Do I focus on this? Do I focus on this? And this is kind of like mental health, like ruminating type stuff. Yeah. But, But I almost feel like, there does need to be something that you can, like, fall to. Uh-huh. And I haven't found it. Like, I've tr- I'll give you some examples of things that I've tr- tried it. just to make them work. Like, so one of the things that I did that actually worked for a while was, like, I was, like, I lean into pain. Like, this okay. whole idea that, like, I want pain. So, like, if <laughs> it happens, then good. And, like, like, maybe... If I just accept it, it will be less painful than it needs to be or than it could be if I, if I try to run from it. That's something that I did a lot and actually helped. Okay. Um. So yeah, just things like that where I'm like something that I always think about to ground me. But I guess I'm curious, like even if you're even aware enough, where does your mind go when it's like you're going through it? Oof. Yeah, that was a ramble.
1: Yeah. I gotta think about this one for like a second.
0: Yeah, think about it. I'm gonna take off my jacket.
1: Okay. Um. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. (laughs) Oh, Oh, your hair looks so bad. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) I just appreciate that. No, I'm just. It wouldn't have said anything if you hadn't said it before. It really doesn't look that bad. Oh, goodness. That's a hard question. Um, I mean, I think, so there's this, I need to find my patriarchal blessing. I keep having, like, thoughts that I need to read it. But I know that there's a line in there that says, like, I'm going to go through hard times. And that when I do, I need to kneel in prayer and, like, be as sincere as I possibly can. Um, and it's like, I think one of the things that's helped a lot in this past, like, I don't know, two years of growth or whatever is realizing like during prayer, you don't have to hide any parts of yourself. Cause I feel, and it sounds dumb that like I even subconsciously thought that ever because it's like, it's literally like praying to a being that you can't see. So like, granted we have faith that he's there. Um, And it does help knowing that he is. But at the same time, I felt almost, like, embarrassed to admit the times when I'm, like, hating everything. You know? Because it's, like, it almost feels, like, ungrateful to complain to God about how life's not going the way that I want it to when I always know where my next meal is coming from and I can always pay rent. Like there's Mm -hmm. nothing that's like really holding me back that holds other people back on a regular basis. So it almost feels ungrateful to, to pray and complain. But one of my favorite lines from, um, I know that my redeemer lives is that he lives to hear my soul's complaint. Like it's not all about sunshine and rainbows and knowing everything's going to work out just fine. It has more to do with, um, being honest with God. And I think that that's something that helps a lot when I'm going through it is like, hey, I'm going through it and I don't know how you're supposed to help me with this, but I somehow feel at least a little bit relieved after saying it openly in prayer.
0: Hmm.
1: I, I, I don't
0: hate praying. praying's hard it is because it's like my mind just wanders oh it is
1: especially like active praying because like i mean there's always the prayers where it's like thanks for this day thanks for all Mm -hmm. that's going great and please bless that this happens or whatever but when you're actually like no i'm gonna act like he's in the room
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's also hard like you're like you know what's going on so why do i have to tell you all this stuff that too because yeah like sometimes i just want to be like life sucks and that's it amen but, <laughs> you know. I
1: think – well, it's kind of like what you said earlier to kind of summarize one of my other points is it's like it's it's more for us mm-hmm. than it is for him. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I don't think God gets much out of us praying to him because it's like regardless, he has the saving power. But it's more about us being able to actually take advantage of that saving and mm-hmm. healing power. Like if we're just running through life – and not communicating with him and just knowing that he does know right. instead of like actively telling him. Cause I feel like that's what it is is like actively telling him. It's almost like when you have a vent session yeah. with somebody and you're able to just get something off your chest. Like, mm-hmm. this has been awful. Let me tell you why. And then they listen and maybe they have some pointers for you if you're asking for them. But at the end of the day, like, that vent feels good. Yeah. Like, you get something off your chest, and I feel like that's why... That's a good point.
0: Praying in that way helps. That is a good point. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Vent. Mm Mm-hmm.